you guys, it's Kier here. Welcome back to another episode on my podcast. Um, today I just really need to vent about something for a second. So I currently am living in Las Vegas where our gyms were closed, I believe it was March 18th, and then reopened on June 1st. And at that time that they reopened, I was not ready to go back because honestly I felt like I had just started feeling good about my home routine and my home equipment and my god I was saving so much freaking time by being at home because I was not driving to the gym I was not caring about my outfit matching my shoes or who I was gonna see or waiting for equipment or anything like that and at the end of June I actually went to Florida where I used to live for about a week and I honestly could not wait to go back to my old gym. I loved my old gym so much. I missed the people there and I missed the equipment that was so nicely organized and spaced out and all of that stuff. And since I had been away from that area since before COVID started, when I went back, the gym just kind of felt normal to me. And I know that's kind of naive to say, but it did. Like I just kind of went back to my normal routine of things, right? And there were slightly less people than I remembered, but the equipment being so spaced out far enough, it wasn't like I was on top of anyone or anyone was on top of me and the attendants were cleaning things all the time and it just felt fine. And so when I returned back to Vegas, I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to try going back to the gym like once a week just to touch up on the equipment that I don't have at home, which is like the leg press or the Stairmaster, things like that. So of course I waited the 14 days because you know, self-quarantine, yeah. But so I finally went to the gym last week thinking it was gonna be similar to my experience in Florida, but it was not at all. First off, according to the new way of doing things around here, you have to make an appointment to go to the gym via an app. So I did that and I intentionally picked a time when the least amount of people would be there. When I walked in and I scanned my card, nobody made a point to verify if I was there for my scheduled time or not. And I thought that was odd, but I moved on quickly because I just wanted to do my shit. And I could not believe how packed the gym was for a Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Like. It was literally as packed as 5 p.m. on a Monday. And only half of the people in there were wearing masks, even though it said on the sign on the door that masks were required. So the fact that the staff was not enforcing the rule that they posted on the door made me feel like nobody was going to oblige. And I'm sorry, but those people should be told to leave. I don't care that the mask is uncomfortable to wear when you're working out because it absolutely fucking is. But working out itself is uncomfortable. You're literally there to apply a degree of pain to your body so that you can make a difference. If anything at all, people who go to the gym frequently should be the people who are willing to be uncomfortable in a mask. I'm just saying, do you feel my pain yet? Okay. Anyway, um, so in the moment of all of that, I just thought, oh well, okay, I only wanna do three things and then I'm leaving. So I did 
five sets on a leg press and then three sets of calf presses on the same machine and everything was fine. I was feeling pretty good despite everything going on around me um, until I went to go wipe down the machine when I finished and I realized that the spray bottles and the paper towel dispensers are not touch free meaning that everyone in the gym is touching them several times right because you're not just using one machine you're using a couple of machines so you're constantly touching that stuff that means it's not contact free in my opinion like that means everybody's touching everyone so i was a little kind of upset by that um i don't think that's a huge expense for a gym to be able to go buy the touch free ones but whatever Anyway, so I did my next exercises on the abductor and adductor machines. Um, this time I wiped down the machines before and after I used it and thought the same thing in my head. Like, these are not touch-free. I'm touching all these people. This is weird. Um, so I finished with that and then I went over to the Stairmaster where there's like 10 Stairmasters in this gym that I was going to. So I hopped on an empty one, only to realize that every other machine was powered off to practice six feet apart. And I'm like, okay, that's weird, because literally people are on top of each other over there because the machines are so close to each other. So how is over here that much different? It doesn't really make sense, so whatever. Um, so anyway, all of the Stairmasters that were working were taken. So I hopped on a treadmill to wait for someone to get off of the Stairmaster so that I can go on. Um, and I never got to that point. I walked for 25 minutes and none of the machines were available. And I was like, all right, I'm just done. Like it's one o'clock in the afternoon. What the fuck? So I was pretty heated when I left, honestly. And I immediately thought like, okay, fuck this. I don't need the gym. I'm canceling my membership. And I realized that I was making a pretty rash choice when my emotions were so elevated and I decided that I was going to give it a few days to see where my feelings were and all that good stuff. So a few days later, I stumbled across an article in Time magazine titled, The Pandemic is Turning Americans Against the Gym. That could be a good thing for the nation's health. And I was like, hmm, that's really interesting. According to the article, only 20% of Americans said that they feel comfortable going to the gym as of July 13th. One poll commissioned by Life Aid Beverage Company found that 25% of Americans never plan to go back, and that some people might not even have a gym to return to because chains like 24-Hour Fitness and Gold's Gym filed for bankruptcy due to the pandemic-related closures. So it's not only a fear of getting sick that's keeping Americans from their old workout routines, though that certainly plays a part. Um, about a quarter of people said they simply don't miss working out in the gym or a studio, according to a survey in June. And I couldn't help but think, yes, like, this is me. I never thought this would be me. But I feel like I've gotten so comfortable with my home equipment and I plan to keep getting more things when they do become available so that I never need a gym membership again, or at least not in the near future. So the ingrained idea that people need to go to the gym to get fit is showing to be false. 
The COVID-19 pandemic has shown people, including myself, that there are other options and ways to be fit outside of the gym. There's literally a fitness revolution at work here. And as an online fitness and nutrition coach, things honestly did not look good at the start of the pandemic. Most people would think, well, if your business is already online, then this must be a really good time for you. But it wasn't because people were scared and they came up with so many excuses about how things were uncertain right now and they didn't have access to a gym, so they didn't want to start something that they couldn't finish and yada yada yada, I totally get it. But I think people are starting to finally come around and realize that this could be our new normal for a while. And because of that, a lot of people are reconsidering what works for them and also becoming more flexible and more open to different types of fitness modalities and ways to do it, which is fucking great. And I'm certain that the fitness industry is going to change moving forward. The virtual revolution is a huge opportunity for anyone who struggled to find a place in the fitness industry due to time or cost barriers or geographic location or just not feeling comfortable inside of a gym or any number of reasons really. There will always be challenges, of course. People are still going to want to have to want to do this. And studies have proven that many people who think they don't have time to exercise actually do have time. That they're just not motivated to use their free time to do it. Or they might not have that accountability factor that holds them to it. And that's always going to be an obstacle. But if you think of exercise and weight loss as only going to the gym, you may want to reconsider because there are so many ways that you can get a good workout in at home or in the park without much equipment at all. And if you don't believe me, I urge you to talk to some of my clients. I literally got this message from my newest client this morning and I was just like, yes, like you read my mind, but she said this. This was my first lockdown workout. I wasn't expecting to feel the burn of a workout when I'm not in the gym definitely makes me feel like I can see changes in the future, even with gym shut down. Honestly, I love what this pandemic has done for me as a coach. It's forced me to get creative with my clients' workouts based on what little equipment they might have available. And the best part really is that since my clients are all petite and we don't lift as much as taller people, we have the greatest benefit when using things like resistance bands and lighter home weights. Like we can still have an effective workout using our, our five to 10 pound dumbbells for curls, whereas people who are used to using 30 pound dumbbells for curls are going to have a harder time mimicking that weight at home. So yay, short girl perk. Now I know that there are several reasons as to why someone would still need a gym. Maybe they don't have the money or the space or home equipment, or maybe flash coaching and check out all the information there. You can also feel free to message me on Instagram as well. They just need childcare. I totally get that. But people who have been stuck at home with free time are realizing that they don't need a gym and that they can achieve a lot, especially my fun size clients. And that makes me so, so happy. And I'm hopeful that there will be a permanent difference in a lot of people who come out of this 
with a different perspective on health and taking care of themselves. And so I want to know what you all think about returning to the gym and where you stand on this topic. Even if you disagree with me, I want to know your opinion. So please message me on Instagram at Nutrition and let me know that you listen to this podcast and what your thoughts on this topic are. And if you are petite, if you're under 5'3 and you're looking for something for you to do at home during this pandemic to get you on the right track, please check out my Fun Size Coaching program. You can go to funsize.life. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and listening to the event at the beginning of it just a little bit. Uh, But if you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your Instagram stories and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. Thanks again for listening. I will catch you in the next episode. Did you know that there is a path of least resistance to shedding unwanted body fat and building lean muscle with a lot less stress and frustration than you probably currently already have? Girl, I totally get that and I've been there and there have been so many coaches and programs that claim they could help me but they never did and I didn't know why. I always tried to fit myself into those programs and those styles of eating and training that seemed to work for everyone else and I finally realized that the reason it wasn't working for me was because I'm way shorter than the average person that those programs were made for. I'm five feet tall exactly and I truly wasn't training and eating in a way that aligned with my body. You see, height plays a role in how many calories we need, how many calories we burn, how we can, how much we can safely lift and realistically lift, and it has a profounding impact on how much we believe in ourselves. So if you're ready to fully accept your short height, let go of those standard programs created for the average sized person, and let go of your self-sabotaging patterns to find ease in your healthy lifestyle, then you absolutely need, need, need to apply to my one-on-one coaching program specifically made for women under 5'3". What I found after going through my own personal fitness journey, going from just an average plain Jane to a published swimsuit model as a petite girl, and also working with so many petite women over the years in the online space, I have found that there are more challenges for petite women to alter their body composition, and I want to help you overcome those challenges. So go ahead and open your web browser and go to funsize.life coaching to enroll in my one-on-one 16-week coaching program designed specifically for you, short babe.